0: Welcome to The Unnoticed Entrepreneur. This show will tell you how to get the recognition you and your business deserve. Our guests share their practical insights and tools, which you can use straight away. Your host is international entrepreneur, podcast host, and author, Jim James. Okay, welcome to this episode of The
1: Unnoticed Show. Today, I'm joined by Matthew Storman, who's joining us all the way from Santa Monica. Matt, thanks for joining me today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Now, Matt, you have a company called Mobibi. Tell us how you help entrepreneurs to get noticed.
2: Yeah, so what what we do with Mobibi is we've created kind of a crowdsourcing type content system or platform. And what I mean by that is we use technology to empower your employees to create content, to share important company news, and more importantly, to be
1: engaged in the mission of your business and how do you do that when you say sort of one of the challenges for many companies is that they talk about a vision to the team they embed that with the team but they have a a marketing manager or two people maybe who are in charge of kind of being custodians of that online Yes, and they're kind of swamped how are you helping the company then to kind of like help the whole company become an army become a whole sort of marketing team
2: yeah so a uh, little backstory, I spent 15 years running a digital agency, so I, I have a lot of experience working with the marketing operations within companies. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is when creating content, whether that be blog, video, or social, when you relegate that to one person or a small team, your, your content tends to take on a limited point of view. And if you look at brands and startups, entrepreneurs on social, they're very good at one thing or or a kind of a small niche. And you know what happens is 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 after six months or 12 months, the same message comes out over and over and over again. And that's why you see engagements decline. That's why you see your follower growth stall because One person has limited perspective. So the idea with Mobivi is we want to collect content from the entire organization and different points of view, diversity of voice. And what that does when you start publishing that is not only does it engage your audience with new ideas and concepts, but it also gets your entire staff thinking, how do I grow this business? So now instead of having three people thinking about that, you've got 25 or 50 people thinking that.
1: So Matt, that really is the multiplier, isn't it? And and you really get an amplification army, uh, which is fantastic. But that's not without some challenges. So let's just talk first of all about control, because most companies, especially bigger ones that, that maybe have shareholders, terrified about what gets said that might not be compliant in some way. Can you just tell us, how does Mobibi solve one of those problems, which is having lots of people writing, possibly be on behalf of the company, yeah. but without any censure?
2: Yeah, that's that's a common concern, which we generally address right away. And what I mean by that is we we have user roles and permissions. Employees who join this program on behalf of your company, we call them contributors. So what they're doing is they're contributing content to be approved, rejected or reviewed. So nothing from a contributor can be published without a manager hitting the approve button. But I also want to I, I want to speak on that point a little bit differently too because I I think I think a lot of companies make a, mis- a pretty big mistake thinking they have to stay right in this brand lane and they can't deviate from the message or the concept, the design, you have it. And what I would what I would challenge companies to to say is, you know, other than delving into political or, you know, issues that are not to be touched, but who's to say the brand is right? Isn't it isn't it your audience, your target market? What happens is, and you know this from being in PR, you get a brand manager that comes in and says, This is our brand. This is what we're going to be. But yet you have hundreds of thousands of customers and you're dictating to them, why not flip it and send a bunch of different messages and then see what resonates with the customer?
1: Okay. So that's interesting. So you have basically, in a way, sort of crowdsource, although your own crowd generating content and under some degree of control, does that Then create a large bottleneck though for whoever it is that then has to approve or is there some kind of ai filter of the kind that you have on the big platforms which is kind of weeding out looking for things that might cause a problem
2: well it's a great question and i i I have to say I don't think AI is to a point where it can actually understand the subtleties of the, the content. So in our platform we do use uh, some of the AI text analysis from Amazon called Comprehend. So we are we are scanning it looking for flags, looking for certain words, but you also, you know, you also understand that your your employees in general should and especially in a startup should all be going towards the company and really promoting it in a way because their employment you know, their employment's at stake. This isn't giving your your you know, your audience the ability to create content. This is your
1: employees. Yeah, there's a great point that actually if you are worried about what they're going to be saying, you've probably made the wrong decision in terms of hiring or engagement in the first place. Right. And so how does that work from a practical point of view? Do people, for example, all have a Twitter handle, which is company name, at personal name, for example? Or are they connecting those to multiple channels using something like Buffer or Zoho? For a practical point of view, how, how would you set up Mobibi?
2: So the starting point for Mobibi is, is to uh, use the brand channels. So what I'll give you, give you kind of an, like an, an idea here. So we have a mobile app. And if you can think back to the olden days, client-server relationships, right? Mm -hmm. You have your server and you have all these nodes connected. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So think of this. Think of you have 50 employees and you sign up for the Mobivi platform and every employee goes and downloads our app. Now they have a content creation tool in their hand on their mobile phone. All they do, if they see an article, if they have a thought or an idea, they open up the app, they type in what they would like, where they're going to send it, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then they submit it. That's their that's their contribution. Now, the manager comes in, and imagine being a content manager, waking up in the morning and looking in the platform and seeing 25 ideas.
1: Oh, mate, I can only tell you, most people would be like, <laughs> Thank God I don't have to think of 25 ideas, right? I mean, to be the best editorial job imaginable. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, it,
2: let's say you're just publishing once per day. That's 365 tweets a year. Maybe you want to be different than the standard, you know, Mon- Monday blues, you know, all this, uh, the standard stuff. That is a lot of creativity to put on one person.
1: And what I like about where you're going with Mabibi, Matt, is that companies are resorting to AI to create content and there's a danger that's becoming more kind of anodyne really there isn't really much personality to it because it's created by AI that's not invested in your business but you're exploring a whole new source of contribution from people that are going to have different perspectives about the business but all related to the business Yep.
2: well You know, I, there's a, there's kind of a a frame I use when I explain this and, you know, I'll talk about like, I I like cars. I'm an automotive enthusiast. You know, one of the brands I like is Audi and they have this thing, it's called a rear sports differential. It's going a little deep, but you know, instead of Audi tweeting out like summer of Audi event or save on your next car, I would like to hear from someone in the engineering team about some advancement they made automotively. And now If you take our platform and you empower people in different units within the business, you're getting different perspectives, different content.
1: Matt, that's absolutely true. And what it does for the audience, you know, customers, partners, and also other members of staff, of course, is it creates a 360 degree view of the as well, doesn't it? Which is fantastic. So we've covered off, we've covered off sort of the source. What is it that's going to motivate someone who says, that's not my job. I'm in production or I'm in finance to want to get involved in creating content?
2: Yeah. It's a great question. And one that I or I should say we immediately were thinking about when we started building this platform. And um, you know, if I can think back in my career, there was one company, I remember it incredibly well. They had a loyalty program based on performance and you got a magazine with products. You could only you could only get it from this magazine. And you'd use your points and, and get a gift or whatever. But I remember, you know, 15, 20 years later, I still remember that thing about that organization. And so what we've built into the platform is a point system called like gamification. We have leaderboards. So you get. There's two things you get with this. One, you get the kind of the the desire to compete with your employees. You get that natural camaraderie. Hey, I just passed you on the leaderboard or I've got this great idea. I'm going to I'm going to overtake you. And then the second thing is and we encourage all organizations is to do, you know, small little gifts whether it be a Starbucks card or, you know, some type of little gift for the winner of the month, the winner of the quarter, year as an from an organizational standpoint, you're not just getting this great content to drive your your demand generation, you're actually getting your employees engaged and excited about doing this and and that's the power of the platform is is not just the the sales and the revenue, getting your employees engaged and think about your mission
1: okay so that that's fantastic, and I think that you get everyone to participate, which of course is what every annual company event encourages everyone to do, right? And, and says, come on, you play a part. And then they go away and they have no part to play from a communications perspective, at least. But what about for the for the customer or for the audience and for the, let's say the media, if they're seeing this stream of content coming from Mobibi, it's still coming from the company's corporate website, isn't it? All corporate social channels. Is that right, Matt?
2: Correct. Okay. Now, a caveat on that is the reason we call we call our users contributors is because on the flip side of them creating content to publish on the brand channel they can if if they're active in social they can add their personal social media and then the brand can send out content that they can publish so a use case would be like recruiting right which is incredibly difficult right now what you can do if you're in HR department is you can create a separate campaign and say, look, anyone who brings in a new recruit gets $500. And here's our recruiting message. So I would add my LinkedIn account, my personal one. The brand would send me the recruiting collateral and I would publish it on my personal LinkedIn account. And you can do this at scale because you could have hundred people there. Yep. And now you're not promoting from a brand point you're promoting from a personal employee level. And then with our tracking and our link shortener variables, we track any what employee uh, published it, where it was published, and did the person who just signed up or put an application in, did they come from that post? So it's tracked full circle.
1: Well, that's very powerful because, of course, what we're finding is that, for example, on Twitter, corporate Twitter accounts are not being followed, but CEO accounts as an individual yes. are being followed and that say with linkedin although you get a big corporate page by and large people are not paying attention to those but within the community the network that individual has that's where the content is getting engagement so that's yeah. a that's a really wonderful way that you've made it parallel universe for sharing yeah and and
2: it's, it's funny you say that people not following brand channels, because why would you, if, if it's the same content being published every brand, not to be a contrarian here, but brand social is nine times out of 10 is terrible because again, it's just, they're, they're promoting their products.
1: Like it's you know, really advertising across yeah. a different media. Actually, a lot of this social okay. stuff is really what corporate has been told to advertise. Yes, As opposed to what the company maybe mission is or what the contextual yep. relationship between the company and the, the partners. Because I'm also keen on talking not only to end customers, but to partners. Because for yes. many, many businesses, the supply chain is, well, for all of us, it's mission critical from referrals. Yep. Or as we've seen recently, companies whose supply chains get disruptive, disrupted. Yep. All of a sudden it's chaos at the uh, point of sale. So Matt, what about for the content about the quality of consistency because there's brand guidelines which says, you know, Mm. it must be logo on the left or the right, for example. There's also an element of some people Mm. have got a high quality phone camera. Some have got a low one. Some might be posting poor infographics and some not. Now you mentioned there's a sort of a contributor. Is there some way that you help people to harmonize and upgrade their skills? Because not everyone's going to be contributing to the same like level threshold and had you, had you overcome what could become sort of a few uber contributors and a lot of other people losing, losing interest.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a few things. So we're, when we're talking about a point structure in the gamification, we're talking about all of the interactions. So whether that be your approval rate. So if I s- submit 50 ideas and one gets approved, I have a terrible approval rate. And so that'll be apparent immediately if someone is not qualified to be doing this. The second thing on Brad gu- brand guidelines is, you know, custody is incredibly important. I think I think we've all become a little bit cynical of brands and their, you know, just their, their message that's so clearly crafted that you don't even understand who the brand is anymore because mm-hmm. they all stout, sound the same. Breakout brands, I mean, you can look back at something like Dollar Shave Club. He did weird videos with bears and, and someone say, wow, that's not, you know, that's not brand, brand appropriate. But guess what? They sold to a billion dollars for Unilever in five years. Because what we have to do as, as marketers and as, as, you know, company leaders is we have to break out of this box that everybody's playing in and look. If you want to grow your business and you want to capitalize on a market, some risk is required. And the higher up you go, the more understanding you get of that risk.
1: So Matt, what about costs? How much does Mabibi cost and what sort of size company would find this useful to deploy?
2: Where most SaaS companies today will charge a per user basis, which I had a, a terrible problem with because maybe I just wanted you know, my assistant to join. And she costs the same as me. So the packages we've created range anywhere from $49 to starting point all the way, you know, north of 500, depending on how many contributors you want. But to give you to give you an idea comparable is you can have one manager and five contributors for under $100. So th- yeah. think about this. Like, you know, you're an entrepreneur. You have 10 people. Maybe you want three of these people to create content, but you have one marketing manager. So you can have the marketing manager and five people
1: for under $100. And that is such a time saver too, isn't it, Matt? Now, what about for you? Final question. How are you getting Mobibi noticed? Any tricks of the trade on getting noticed yourself?
2: Yeah. So uh, a lot of things. One is, is finding people and reaching out to them. Very manual process. Depending on the stage of growth you're in, unless you're VC backed, cost per acquisition has skyrocketed. It's very hard to be bootstrapped and profitable if you're paying for your leads. So leverage all the free tools and generate content upon content upon content. The, this idea that you can only tweet once per day or you can only post once per day. Look, refresh your Twitter feed and see how many tweets come in. There's nothing wrong with you know, three tweets, three tweets a day. And clients that have used Mobibi and enabled this contributor concept, they've ramped their publishing up 200% and it's
1: paid off in spades. Okay. Because they're getting much more inbound marketing content that's going out across the channels. Matt, that sounds fantastic. So if you want to find out more about Mobibi and about you, how can they do that?
2: So they can find us on the web, mobibi.com. That's M-O-B-I-B-I.com. You can find us on Twitter. On our social channels, it's on Mobibi. And then you can find my personal Twitter where I diverge a little bit from just purely marketing and business talk. And that's at Matt Stormone on Twitter.
1: Great. And of course, I'll include all of those in the show notes. Matt, thanks. I think you're solving a real problem. So that's been really excited to have you on the show. Because to get yeah. the whole team to contribute to what the company's doing and to share that, that's going to release a whole much of enthusiasm and creativity from the organization. And and yeah. a lot of people are going to love that. So thank you so much for creating it and for sharing it.
2: Yeah. And thanks for having me. It's been a real pleasure.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure. So you've been listening to Matt Sturman, who is over there in Santa Monica, where they've got, of course, the lovely boulevard and the beach and, and the whole Baywatch thing going on. You've been listening to me, <laughs> <laughs> Jim James in a slightly less auspicious Somerset Garden. Thank you so much for listening to The Unnoticed
0: Show. We'd love to hear your takeaway from the show. Visit the unnoticed.cc where you can leave us a voice message and also ask any questions you have on getting noticed. If you like the show, then please follow or subscribe and share it with a fellow entrepreneur or on your social channels and at Jim A. James. What would really help is a rating. At theunnoticed.cc, we've got a dedicated page to make that really easy to do. Take a screenshot and share it on Twitter at Jim A. James, and we'll repost it to get you noticed too. At theunnoticed.cc, you can also see our books, merchandise, useful tech apps and sign up for our newsletter. Until we mic again, keep on communicating.